Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So, if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So, my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So, that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Scriptwriter Steve. You reach my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is April 10th, 2022. It is currently 11.48 p.m. at night on a Sunday night. That's right, Joe. It's not Monday here in Hawaii. It's Monday where you are in D.C., but here in Hawaii, it's still Sunday. So you have to go to work, Joe, if you're listening to me. Or should I call you Brandon? <laughs> All right, I am going to turn this music down, and I am going to start podcasting. Okay, so anyway, how was your weekend? You know, my weekend was pretty good. You know, uh, I, I did a wedding, I did a vow renewal, I did a surprise vow renewal. Uh, everything went perfect. You know, I love doing those surprise vow renewals. Uh, the, the, the wife had no idea what was going to go on. She thought, she thought they were just going to do a photo shoot, and lo and behold... Her kids and her father and mother-in-law uh, like surprised her. It was a great moment, uh, you know. And I, I, you know, I hate to. I'm going to toot my own horn. I can pull these off really, really well. I know how to surprise. I am the surprise grandmaster of Vari Nuos. I don't think anybody out there does it better than me. Nobody. Nobody in Hawaii. So if you want a surprise vow renewal, you know, you're coming to Hawaii, you better book with me. Because, you know, first of all, it's not very expensive at all. And secondly, <laughs> you know, these are good points you're going to score with your wife for the rest of your life. I mean, you, you know what's funny? Every time we do it, every time we do it, and it's a romantic, it's a romantic thought and everything like that. But what's more cool is that the bride and the groom and the parents and everyone who's involved, they're, they all want to tell the story to the bride or the groom, whoever, whoever, was, uh, be, whoever the surprise is on. They want to tell the story of like how they surprised it. I mean, because usually it takes a monumental effort to make sure that this surprise is still a surprise. It takes, uh, you know, uh, unsurmountable amount of great white lies, you know. And uh, for this one, there were two surprises because I had the, the mother-in-law wanted to buy flowers. Well, she did. She wanted to buy uh, Miley Lay and a nice Lay for the bride and groom, right? The husband and wife. And he, she wanted to keep that as a surprise from her, her son. Now, her son is the one who booked the surprise vow renewal. So that was a surprise for him to get really good lays instead of just a cheap uh, purple orchid lays. And he wanted to surprise his wife. So there are two surprises in one surprise. And just the communication, you know, between everything, it, it, was, it, was, it was pretty tricky. Didn't get paid more than that. But, you know, I just love doing these things, right? And then the, the funny thing about it was that, you know, my communication, you know, because I didn't, I wasn't sure how to communicate with the, with the groom. Because he kept saying, Steve, you know, could you send me the last invoice? Um, because I want to, I want to pay this off before this whole thing happens. I said, no, not, not yet. Don't worry about it. And I kept pushing it off because I would only bill him for four orchid lays because I couldn't bill him for six. The original invoice called for six, but his mother, his mother had bought the other two lays for him, right? And she bought very expensive lays. 
So I could, if, if he found others, he was only getting billed for four, he knew something would be up. And then if he got billed for six, then I would have to refund everything. So I kept saying, hold on, hold on. I will invoice you after the, the whole ceremony is done. I just want to make sure everything is correct. And I had to tell lie after lie after lie. And, and then the, the mother, I couldn't invoice her until uh, I was sure that we could get the price of these flowers at that price. Because here in Hawaii, inflation is a freaking bitch. And like flower prices are just going up and up and up and up. I mean, I, I will pay like maybe $25 for a Miley Lay. I will go back next week and it'll be 35 bucks. And then I'll go back next week, it'll be 15. So, you know, when I, my price, I sell it to the couples for 75 because I have to charge my going around fee, my getting around fee. And sometimes when I go back, it's like 65 bucks. They only make 10 bucks. Sometimes I make 40 bucks. Sometimes I make five bucks. It's like so crazy. It's like nuts, 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 nuts. That's Joe Biden's economy for you. And if that's bad, you know, the limo drivers, their prices are going up and up and up. The caterers, their prices are going up and up and up because they have no idea what a ribeye steak is going to cost. And now vegetables, because we boycotted Russia and Russia supplies a lot of fertilizers to America. Like I think about 10% or whatever it is. And now we have a fertilizer shortage in America, which means we're not going to get as much leafy greens as we did before. In fact, we're not going to get as much leafy greens throughout the entire world because now a lot of our crops have to be grown organically without actual fertilizer because we're all about the non-GMO stuff and being all organic and all that stuff. And organic crops are not as healthy. They need more, they need more natural fertilizer too. They need manure, which is a lot more healthy than regular. If we just take the oxygen or the nitrates out of the manure, all of a sudden that nitrate is is bad for you? We would rather have E. coli and all the other crap that goes into the manure. I don't understand that. Anyway, get off topic. So anyway, the, t- the prices were just going high and I had to like, you know, I had to kind of like finagle everything and couldn't tell everyone with the, the groom the 100% truth. And they were so happy when everything came out just 100% planned, legit, you know, correct. And, uh, and the reason why they felt that I was maybe scamming them because they had got gotten scammed before, they told me a story that, they had tried to buy a dog online for $800. And I'm not sure where they bought the dog online, Facebook Marketplace or Craigslist. And they ended up getting scammed. They got no dog and they, someone got $800. So they were scared that I was going to take their money. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. That Good thing they didn't think that way. But, you know, you know everything turned out perfect and they're just happy. I'm totally legit. And by the way, if any of you folks are wondering if I'm not legit... All you have to do is check out all of my Facebook reviews, all of my Google reviews, and all of my Yelp reviews. And you'll find, you know, for the most part, 99.9% of everything is, is up on the up and up, except for 0.01% of them because yeah, I had this crazy lady write some fake reviews about me. I'm going to say that for another podcast, but let's just say that I did everything perfect for her wedding, and then she blamed me for emotional distress because at that time, I guess the day before her wedding, <laughs> what happened here? We had a fake nuclear missile crisis. So I'm not sure if you remember that. It was a, uh, the state of Hawaii had issued a fake nuclear missile warning on all of the text messages in the, in the, in the state of Hawaii. So if you had a cell phone, you, you got a text message saying a, a ballistic missile was inbound within 10 minutes. And all of a sudden people were just like, you know, preparing to die. And uh, she was out there, you know, preparing to die, running around with her head, you know, on, on a swivel. <laughs> and she blamed me for that. 
She called me up later on that day and asked me if I had any drugs because apparently she thought I looked like a drug user. <laughs> and I told her, no, I don't use drugs. And she tells me, well, you really look like someone who uses drugs. I'm just looking for a little bit of this. And then she, you know, she, you know, rambled off a, a list of like, you know, like drugs and all that. She knew what to take. And, and then, you know, I said, I don't have any of that. And she blamed me for not having those drugs available because on her wedding day, she was a little bit all over the place. Right. And, uh, you know, young, young girl ended up marrying the professor at her college who's like about 40 or 50 years older than her. And, uh, you know, she didn't get like the correct exact lays that she ordered. She got something better. Uh, she got, because what happened during the nuclear missile crisis, everything got shut down. So you have to just work with what you have, right? And she got something more expensive. And then she complained that she got something cheaper, which she didn't. So she wrote a bad review using a fake ID, which is so weird. And she, and she used a lot of di these different fake IDs on Yelp and on Facebook and Google. Um, she was a catfish. So it's like, you know, my thing was that I told her, why don't you just review me for what actually happened? And then I'll just rebuttal it. I'll just cut and paste my rebuttal. And that's it. I'm okay if you're not happy with it. You know, some people are not happy with my services, even though I try my best. You know, you can't make everyone happy. Um, there was just one lady, uh, I guess she's older. She didn't like the way I photographed her because, you know, she was in her, I think, 70 years old or, or late 60s, and she had the turkey neck thing going on, right? And, uh, you know, she told me, oh, I photographed too much from a low angle to show her turkey neck. Now, I do photograph from a low angle because I need to take, you know, not all the time, but a lot of times, right? And because I need to take the sunrise or the sunset or whatever it is, the blue sky, and if you shoot from a high angle, all you're going to get is sand and ocean. You just have to shoot from a low angle to bring that horizon down to around the waist, right? And you have to do that. There's nothing you can't do. And can you do graphics to get rid of the turkey neck? Well, you really can't. You really, really, really can't. You can do computer graphics to get rid of a pimple. Uh, you, what you would have to do is you would have to composite a young neck onto her skin. And then that young neck would be thinner. It just wouldn't match very well. Uh, it, it's really, really tough to do. I, I mean, I'll just, let, I'll just let you know. It's not impossible, but it's really, really tough to do. But you can't do it to like, you know, 30, 40 photos or 100-something photos. You just can't. But it is what it is, you know. And But she didn't write me a bad review. But that's just an example of like, you know, someone like complaining about my work. Can't please everyone, even if they love you. All right. So what else do I want to talk about today here? Well, you know, one of the things I really wanted to talk about that's on my mind is that entrepreneurship. You know, entre entrepreneurs are almost like a rare, a rare extinct animal. Why don't we just say that, right? A rare or close to extinct animal. It, I think an entrepreneur should be on the endangered species list because the CEOs you have right now that are running all of these big corporations are not entrepreneurs at all. They have no idea how to please their customers out there. You know, if you take a look at the movies now, right? Let's just take a look at Star Wars, for example. Star Wars, you know, here's the thing. When I worked in the film industry, I would always hear these echoes from these writers in the writers' rooms, right? And they would say, well, we don't want to write the script that way because we're providing too much fan service. And I told them, why aren't you providing fan service? This movie's for the fans. The fans want to see, you know, characters that are canon to 
you know, the characters that were created, you know, 10, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, right? They don't want to see your own interpretation of this character. They don't want to see your own interpretation of their life or if they were gay or if they were like bisexual. They don't want to see that. But what has happened right now in Hollywood and with the executives is that they're using now the corporation not to service the fans, not to service the customers because customer service has gone out the window. Who are, who are they servicing? The woke crowd, the, the alphabet mafia, the LGBTQIA plus mafia, right? That if you don't believe in this mafia or what, they're, what, or what they are saying out there or they're preaching to your kids, you know, they, they threaten to cancel you. So these corporations are just running, running scared. They have to do everything in their power just so they don't offend anyone. You know, now, I want to talk about something else really quick. Uh, you know, did you know that there is a Victoria's Secret model that has Down syndrome? All right. Now, one of my cousins has Down syndrome, you know, and uh, no problem with it at all. I mean, I'm, you know, she's in my heart. Love her to death and everything like that. And she's incredible because she was, she used to compete in the Special Olympics and she was a power lifter and she could bench press a lot. And guess what? She could bench press more than me. I mean, it's so, I'm like, whoa, she's so strong, extremely, extremely strong. And so she's great. Now, do I believe that she could be a supermodel or a model of any sorts? Well, you know, she could probably, you know, I do believe that she should have the opportunity, but then again, she, she won't be a supermodel, right? There's just certain things that she won't qualify because the way she looks. And most people in this world, most women in this world, all right, I would say the majority of women in this world will not qualify to be, one, a model that can walk the catwalks, you know, uh, you know, over in New York. Number two, they will never become a supermodel. And number three, they will never become a Victoria's Secrets model. Now, what are they doing right now? Well, they have this young girl, and she and she's pretty for you know she's pretty she she's not she doesn't have the the Down syndrome look as much as my cousin does right so but still here they go signing her and it's more like a token type of sign I I feel so bad for her because I feel I, I feel conflicted because at one point I feel that yes you can that this is a good thing you know because they are beautiful people the Down syndrome people are beautiful people but they're not a supermodel. And the Victoria's Secret models are supposed to be supermodels or models on the way to become supermodels, right? And that's, that's the thing. They are the top creme de la creme, the creme de la creme, right? You know, they don't look like anyone else. You know, the most people, most of the women who buy the Victoria's Secret lingerie will not look like the models wearing them. That's 99% of them, right? 99.99% of them, right? But it's, it's still good to have, you know, this is their, their area, their arena that they were in. And I don't like it that we're hiring out people and we're taking away positions from the supermodels out there. Now there's one less modeling contract for a supermodel out there because now we're having these token hires. We have to have a fat woman, an overweight woman, you know, uh, posing in lingerie. We have to have a, someone who's, you know, has Down syndrome in there. We have to have a Asian. And when they, an Asian, a black, a, everything, a Mexican, why can't we just put all of this on the side? And oh, we also have a transgender. We also have a trans, we have a, we have a transgender Victoria's Secrets model, right? Now, why can't we put this all on the side, whatever they look like, and just say, we're just going to pick from the top, 
Now, I don't care if you're Down syndrome. I don't care if you're transgender. I don't care if you're, you know, you know all these other things. Asian, Brit, black, I don't care. Mexican, I don't care. But let's just pick the top because you look like unnatural women. You don't look like regular women out there because supermodels, you're not going to find them walking around the streets. They are so, they are so like above everyone when it comes to beauty. It's amazing. Their cheekbones are high. You know, their size like, I mean, their size like two or ones. And they're like about five, five, nine or five, eleven. They're, 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 they're just incredibly, I didn't want to see some, sometimes they're not even good looking, right? They're just weird looking, but this is their industry. You know, and it's like, it's kind of like saying, you know, in the football, we talk about football, right? And do you want to hire someone who's Down syndrome to play football for you, right? Absolutely not. But you still want to give them a fair shot. So you can go ahead and, you know, go ahead and try out. And if you can run a 440, I mean, a 40-yard a, a, a dash like in 4-1, and you're like quick on your feet and you have Down syndrome, okay, fine, you play. But you don't have a spot on there just because you have Down syndrome. And it seems as though they hired this girl up just because she has Down syndrome. She has that handicap. And that's like a token hire. And that's not cool. That's really not cool. And that's where our entire like nation is heading right now. It is affirmative action on steroids. So what else do we have, right? And that's why we have Leah Thomas, who's a dude... That's, you know, the guy's a dude, okay? He went through puberty. He has a dude. He has a freaking penis. He has a girlfriend. He identifies as straight when he's with his girlfriend, by the way. He's attracted to females. And he's out there competing against women and blowing away swimming records by a minute and a half. And we have to call that, that guy an amazing woman swimmer. Oh, she done an amazing job. You know, she blew away like records and we don't think women can touch those records ever. Of course they can't touch it because that's a dude. But we have to reprogram our mind to think something stupid? No. We should not have to give in to that stupidity. And I think the majority of Americans don't want that. We now, again, if you have a female transgender out there, yes, compete in your own league. But people have to understand that we cannot, like this type of affirmative action, this token hires, these token, you know, these, uh, these token, uh, I guess, uh, I guess, what's, what's a better word to say? These, uh, these, uh, token, this token logic of everything, that everything has to be, you know, ple- you have to please everyone. It just, it's going to ruin our entire world. Guess what? You know, next year or is the year after that, if you want your movie, if you want your movie to qualify for an Oscar, you not only have to have a disabled person working for you, you have to have a black, an Asian, you have to have it on screen, and your storyline has to do something with the LGBTQIA plus struggle. Does that make any sense to you? I mean, it, it really, really doesn't. And, and this stuff, now, if we talk about this, like how oh, I'm talking about this, right? You know, I run the risk of getting canceled. You know, the, the alphabet mafia may come after me for my wedding company, even though I perform gay weddings, bisexual weddings, transgender weddings. I don't care. I truly don't care what adults want to identify themselves as. And if young kids 
after a certain age, you know, want to identify as something else because they're experimenting, go right ahead. Go right ahead. But do we have to brainwash them now into thinking that, whoa, that men can give birth? Why are we educating? And here's something that really just blows my mind. You know, sex ed was taught to me, like, I think in about the fifth or sixth grade, okay? Fifth or sixth grade, I think it was retaught to me in the seventh or eighth grade, you know, when I got into Hawaii Baptist Academy before I went to Kahala Elementary School. So it was taught to me twice. And we just learned what all the different, you know, body parts were used for, how it worked, and everything like that, right? It was very much scientific, and that also led into biology. So we learned biology at the same time, right? Because that's what it's all about. Now, apparently, what they want to do over there in the rest of the world now, even America, is teach our young kids, first-year-olds, kindergarteners, that men can give birth, that if you have a different feeling and you feel like you're trapped in a different body, you could be a girl even though you have a penis. And they want to tell little kids that because they, as adults, have had some problems with their own identity and there are personality types that struggle with their identity, right? They, there's a lot of people out there who have identity crisis, who put, who put on different hats on top of them as though they're changing hats every so often, like a, like they're at a store. So maybe, it, you know, before, maybe they're like saying, oh, I don't identify as a boy. I now identify as a girl or identify as a transgender or, or a two-spirit now. You know, I don't, I don't identify as anything. I'm asexual or I'm a, or what is it? I'm intersect now or, or like a, or intersexual. You know, these are people who do all these different types of things with their body sometimes, right? Sometimes they wear a lot of like, you know, they'll identify themselves um, through the tattoos they get. Or, or the, the type of hair, the, the, um, the, the, the way they wear their hair, the color of their hair, all those different types of things. That's that type of personality type. They're always looking and changing their identities, always talking about themselves, and they're always on search for the, for, I, I guess they're on the search for um, this way to be authentic. That's their favorite word, to be authentic, right? Now, there's a lot of kids that way. There's a lot of adults that way. And just because there's some kids who are that way, it doesn't mean they're transgender. It just means that, hey, you know what? You got to tell the kid when you're going to grow older, you're going to be a little bit more artistic. You may never settle on an identity, but that's just who you are. You have to accept who you are. You may never feel comfortable with the public. That's just who you are. But are you a guy? Are you a male? Well, if you have the junk like one, then you are male. I'm sorry. But you're always going to feel left out you know, left out from the, the norm of society because that's just the way you interpret things. And a lot of, I'll tell you this, there is a huge Facebook community of, of um, people, of, of transgenders who are trying to detransition themselves because they found out that, you know what, it doesn't really work for them. So this weekend, I just uh, married a lesbian couple, really cool couple, they're from the UK. And, uh, you know, so they, so we start talking about this. We start, I talk about anything with my wedding couples. We start talking about this whole LGBTQIA stuff. And, uh, you know, and I've brought up this like conversation with some of my other gay couples, just candidly. And I said, you know, do you really believe like in this whole, like, you know, transgender stuff and all that? And they said, Ab mostly all of my gay couples and all that, they say, absolutely not. Because what's happened is that, you know, I'm talking to this, this gay, this uh, lesbian couple. They said, Hey, you know what? I meet a pretty girl at the bar and we go home later on that night and I find out that that girl has a penis 
And I said, no, I'm not into penis. You know, they like the other stuff, right? But all of a sudden, you know, I have to sleep with you because you're a transgender female. No, you are a dude. You're a guy. You got a penis. I'm, and then the girl says, I'm not into penis. You know, she likes vagina, right? She's a lesbian. <laughs> That's understandable. But apparently in the, tr- the transgender community, they are forcing the lesbian community to actually accept transgender females as females in the lesbian community and also the gays. So you can have a gay, you can have a guy who's into penis, you know, date a transgender male who has a vagina. But that gay person has to accept that transgender, uh, transgender male. That gay guy doesn't like vagina. You know, it sounds like, and so they're getting bullied too by the alphabet community and they're putting, you know, they're the L and the G in this LGBTQIA stuff. They're the first two, you know, initials of this alphabet mafia and they don't want to be part of it. The majority were saying no, 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 no. And they don't believe that you should be teaching sexual preferences to little kids. They really don't. Sexual preference, that's what this all is. That whole long alphabet mafia stuff, that's all sexual preference. And people will learn that afterwards when they grow older. It's pretty easy. I don't have to be a biologist to understand this, right? You know, I mean, I know what a woman is. It's an adult <laughs> it's adult female, right? You know, it's kind of crazy. Right? What is a woman? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. It's not an adult female. <laughs> My mind is just ready to explode right now. So what's happening right now is that this whole world is just going more wokeity woke woke faster than inflation or maybe at the same rate. And Joe Biden and them are just stepping on the gas. So a lot of Republican states are trying to, you know, step on the brakes. And Joe Biden, I don't know why Joe Biden and all of the Democrats are stepping on the gas with this because they think their base, their base actually likes this LGBTQIA alphabet mafia stuff. They don't. The majority of the Democrats in Florida agree with that, with parents having the right to know what their children is being taught. It's not the don't say gay bill, all right? The parents just have a right to say what is acceptable as a curriculum to their kids. They have a right to know what their kids are learning. Apparently, that's a problem with Democrats. You know what, you know what I don't like? The Democrats, this, this really, really triggered me. In fact, it more than triggered me. It makes me extremely angry because this is a permanent anger that I have against the Democrats about this. this you know, when you're triggered, these are something that will come and go. Right? This is something permanent. And I think you should be actually very mad about it too. So right now, the Democrats feel that it's okay to chemically castrate a young kid. They believe if you chemically castrate a young boy or a young girl, right? What do we say when you chemically castrate? If it's a young boy, you would chemically castrate them. But I guess in a, in a way, you can chemically castrate a young girl. But these are drugs that are given or were given to pedophiles. To chemically castrate them. Now, they outlawed that because that's cruel and unusual to pedophiles. So in most states, you can't use these chemicals on pedophiles because it's unusual. Cruel and unusual. But apparently, it's okay to use it on kids that don't feel comfortable in their own skin. And what they want to do is they, they call it puberty blockers, right? 
And what they do here is that they're going to stop this young boy from turning into a man or this young girl from turning into a woman. They're going to stop them there. Now, what happens when they, you stop puberty? What happens when they grow older? Well, a couple things. Number one is that a lot of times their bones don't develop properly. Their brain doesn't develop properly. You know, there are two growth spurts in our lives, right? A lot of people don't grow because they, you start, you know, if you block puberty, they don't grow. A lot of men will become bigger, taller, stronger. Their bone density gets, gets, gets a lot more robust. Same thing goes with women. Their bone density gets more robust. Their hair gets thicker, right? And here you go, blocking them from going into puberty. You know, this is wrong. And no one knows the effect of chemically castrating young kids. And here they go saying it's better for their health. What long study, what long-range study did they perform on young kids to know that this is safe? This is almost like the COVID vaccine, which we know now has killed 1,200 people, right? But they won't release that. It took a court order to like, you know, release that. We, now, we, what do we know right now? What do we know about um, the, the male and female body? We do know if you actually put the wrong type of hormone into another, uh, another sex body, another body's sex, like say, for example, if you are male and you put in estrogen into that body, it becomes cancerous. So if you're a female, you want to transition to a guy, right? And you put testosterone into your body, but it's, it's used to having estrogen, that becomes cancerous. And the reason, and, and the reason for that is because it's just foreign. Your body has no idea how to process this. So what do they do? What do the doctors do? Well, they start having, they start telling that transgender child, now you have to take prednisone. Prednisone is an anti-inflammatory steroid that, uh, I think it's a steroid, that stops, um, that stops uh, cancer from forming. And they have to take that for their whole life. And prednisone is not very good. It's not good for the liver. It's horrible. You know, it messes with your body's chemistry and they're telling transgender kids it's okay to take this prednisone stuff. You should be on and off prednisone because prednisone is highly addictive and when you come off that high, it's not really high, but when you come off prednisone, your body does weird things. Now, how do I know that? Well, because my cat had cancer and they put her on prednisone and it was killing her worse. So I, I took my cat off prednisone and she lived six more years. If she was gonna, if she was gonna keep on that prednisone, um, she would have just died within about two or three months. You know, I did some research on it. So it's the same damn medication that they're giving transgenders and also transgender kids. It's crazy. You know, yeah, I don't know anyone who would say, hey, take these, take these steroids. I'm pretty sure they're steroids, you know, for, for a lifetime. It's not good. It's really, really not good. And, and, um, but, but that's where we're at right now. The, um, who's that girl? Uh, that redhead, Saki, Pasaki. I, I call her Pasaki, right? Because she's such a idiot. You know, she needs an extra P on there. So anyway, Pasaki comes out here and says that, oh, you know, it, it's healthy if we actually have these young kids transgender without their parents' consent. Without their parents' consent, because sometimes their parents, you know, shouldn't know. Oh, so now you're saying that their school counselor, your, your principal, and your teacher have the right, and also the government, they have the right to put in drugs that can chemically castrate your kids permanently because they may feel that they're 
a man trapped in a woman's body or a woman trapped in a man's body. They may feel it, but they may change their they may change their mind later on. But they have more of that right than your parent has a right to say, uh uh-uh, uh, I don't want my kid doing that. That doesn't make any sense. That does not make any sense whatsoever. That is flat out evil. Knowing that, how can you ever support the Democrats? I mean, this should be a line drawn in the sand right here. You have to vote Republican. I mean, not to say the Republicans are much better because all politicians are bad, but at least on this subject, they're on the right side. You know, I mean, do you actually want your kids to be possibly chemically castrated without your knowledge? That's not right. Do you want your first-year-old to learn that they may actually be another sex? Right? Don't you want them learning about math, English, learning how to write their name, you know, learning how to write script or all those different types of things and learning about all other cool things? But you no, know, they have to learn about transgenderism and gender identity and all those different types of things. You know, before having a gender identity, um, what do they call it? Uh, a gender identity, uh, um, a, a degree in gender identity, right? You know, before having something of that was, was a joke. You know, who, my, one of my cousins got a, got a degree in a gender identity and she actually teaches that over here in Hawaii. I mean, I, I tell her, I think it's completely useless, right? You know, you know, we have that disagreement with it, but we agree to disagree. But I said, you know, what type of job are you going to go out there and become, you know, a gender studies teacher? You can only teach in you know, the university. And she tells me, no, you can teach in the elementary schools now. They like that. And that's the truth. They do. They like that. Scary. I think you should homeschool your kids. I really do. You know, teach your kids right from wrong because these teachers out there don't want to teach the basics. <laughs> Just my opinion. All right, everyone. It is 12.22 a.m. in the morning. It's time for me to start work. Start touching up photos, fixing up, you know, wedding videos. I got to get to that. It was nice talking to you folks. I will chat with you later. All right, everyone. That's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T-O Movies. Yeah, the T-O is not the number two, by the way. It is T-O, like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.